Some years ago now, I found myself climbing the very narrow stairs up to the sound booth in the Leaside Memorial Arena. I had been volunteered to be the announcer for the Leaside Synchronized Skating Showcase that was happening that evening, and I wondered how on earth I got into this mess. And then I remembered that you will do anything for your children. So I climbed into the sound booth. It's very small. And as I stepped in, it was barely warm, heated by a tiny little space heater. I sat down on a stocking chair, and I looked out over the ice through glass that had not been cleaned in years. There was a helper with me, a young teenager. It was her job to come four days a week to play music for figure skaters. She knew that sound booth like the back of her hand. And she was responsible for making sure that the music ran smoothly and all I had to worry about was operating the microphone to say welcome, introduce, thank, and say goodnight. She said, my best friend's mother had my job when she was a kid. They used to use cassette tapes in those days. I felt old. She said, her name is up there on the wall. It's the first time I noticed that every wall and every surface in that sound booth was covered in graffiti. Names of everybody who had spent any time in that arena over the years. Bob was here, Mildred was here, Elsa was here. And I imagine for that moment, all those people who down through the years had watched their children figure skate or play hockey with that Canadian dream that maybe one day they would make the Olympics or play Pee Wee, Junior B, Junior A, and the NHL. One arena like it, thousands of them right across the country. And then word came to begin. And I opened the microphone and my voice boomed out over the arena. Ladies and gentlemen, 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 will you please rise, 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 rise for the singing of our national anthem, 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 anthem. And my helper put the CD in and she pushed play and nothing happened. She said, oh my goodness, I tried it this afternoon. It's not working. I don't know what's wrong. Try it again. She did it again, didn't work. The crowd started to fidget some, kind of like Anglicans on Christmas Eve if the preacher goes too long. <laughs> she tried again and again and again, and I could see that people were now moving from one foot to the next, looking up to the sound booth for a moment of inspiration. And I said to myself, plan B. And I opened the microphone and began to speak. Let's leave that scene for a moment. The report on the inquiry into missing and murdered indigenous women in this country was published in June of this year. It's the culmination of a three-year pilgrimage right across Canada that was taking place in small arenas and community centers right across the land. 2,380 people participated. 1,484 people gave their testimonies. 84 expert witnesses spoke, elders and, and knowledge keepers and frontline workers. 
and a woman of pre-descent sits in a small community center and she holds the microphone in her hand and she begins to speak. Let's leave that scene for a moment. Long, long, long ago, the people of Judah knew that things were going from bad to worse. They knew that the nations were flexing their muscles, that the peace talks had failed, that the Babylonian Empire was threatening to invade the southern nation of Judah, and the Judean army would never be able to withstand them. And the Babylonians swept down and they defeated them on the, on the battlefield. They, they laid siege to the city of Jerusalem. They penetrated the walls. They ransacked the city. And worse still, they destroyed the temple and razed it to the ground. And for generations upon generations of believers, the temple was a sign and a symbol that God was with them. And as a whole generation were led off into the wilderness to their exile in Babylon, they began to shift on one foot to the other, looking to the heavens, wondering, is God with us? Is God silent now? Where is God? And Isaiah the prophet patiently holds the microphone, waiting for the right time to speak. Let's leave that scene, too. The shepherds sit under starlit night. The wind pushes across the open space. The dim lights of Bethlehem can be seen on the horizon. The sheep are asleep. The fire is crackling. And the shepherd holds their crook just in case of invaders. There was a day when shepherds were held in high esteem. David, the king, was once a shepherd. The love of God was described like a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He revives my soul. But by the first century Palestine, the Shepherds were equally understood as being antiquated and backward in their thinking. People were moving into villages and towns and cities. They were from yesterday. Progress was leading in a new direction. They were not trusted, nomads, coming and going, always wanting something. This last summer, my wife Mary and I had the joy of going on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. We went with 14 other bishops from all over the world. Sometimes Anglicans get along really well, and sometimes Anglicans walk in a fractured relationship in different parts of the world, and we were brought together to pray together, to be pilgrims together. And one morning we went out to the desert between Jericho and Jerusalem, and our guides said, go off into the wilderness just for a piece and find a spot and sit down and be still. And all you could see for miles upon miles upon miles in every single direction, nothing but wasteland and hard rock, hard baked by the sun. And we found a spot to sit down and we closed our eyes in quiet meditation and all you could hear 
were sheep bleating in the background. And Archbishop Josiah brought us all back together and on a tabletop made of stone, he served communion. And in the middle of the service, up the hill came a little shepherd boy on the back of a donkey, making noise as he came closer and closer to us. And he got off the donkey, and he came over, and in the middle of us, he opened up his blanket with all sorts of trinkets for us to buy. And the archbishop was offended, and he tried to shoo him away. But then along came his even cuter, younger little brother, and all was lost. It was a moment for me of a little boy who was a shepherd who lived this life every day to walk amongst adults who were summoned to be shepherds for the church to remind us of our place. Bishops carry the old crook of a shepherd. It reminds us that we are summoned to protect, to guide, and to lead a community of faith and to whisper to the winds of ancient days of God who speaks to us again and again of what it means to walk with humility and in peace and in joy and in love with one another. And especially on a night like this, we hear the whispers of God in old carols and old hymns that remind us who we are. back to the sound booth. 500 people rocking from one foot to the next. I open the microphone and I say, folks, the CD, 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 player, player, player is broken, broken, broken. All start us off, 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 and you bring it home, home, home. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. I turned off the microphone, afraid to reveal that I might just not remember all the words. <laughs> and they brought it home. And I knew the rest of the evening would just be fine. Back to the inquiry. She held that microphone and loved ones patted her on the back as tears fell and she said she was not just another native woman. She was my mother. She was a wife and a grandmother and a sister and a friend. This is not an isolated incident, it is an epidemic. Since 1970, over 4,000 women, indigenous women, have gone missing or have been murdered in this country. It's a reminder that every time you and I sing our national anthem just below the surface, there is hurt and brokenness that we are summoned to reconcile. This year were more incidents of gun violence in this city than ever before young men defending turf with a pistol. The chasm between the rich and the poor continues to grow. Beneath the singing of our anthem, you and I are summoned to change the world. Back to Babylon. The people of Judah wake up and they realize it is not God who has wandered away, it is us. 
It is we who have turned to weapons and turned to spears and turned to shields and to political power as though it could save us. And the people of Judah said, look where it got us. And they begin the long journey home. And it is in that moment that Isaiah opens the microphone and says, a people who walk in the darkness have seen a great light. Those who have dwelled in a land of deep darkness, upon them light has shined. For God has given a child to us, a son is being born to us, a leader who leads in a new way. Back to the fields. As the shepherds listened to the crackling fire, shepherds who were on the edge, the liminal, unwanted, not trusted, often it is to them that God speaks first. And an angel comes and says, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy, for unto you this night born in the city of Jerusalem, or city of Bethlehem, the Christ the Lord. And you will see a, a child wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And like them, you and I come to the manger tonight to remember a moment when a would-be father would stand and be absolutely silent between contractions, where a midwife would speak words of encouragement and wet ready to receive, where a would-be mother would wail in pain, and there would be a crowning of a forehead and the slipping out of a child and the first breath and the first cry and somehow on this night, the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace, the Wonderful Counselor, would be wrapped up and would lie in a manger. Why? Because you would do anything for your children. And God is born not in comfort, but in discomfort. Back where nobody notices, only heated by the wild animals. And it's a culminating moment in history that if you could read the graffiti engraved on the walls of that old stable, you might read, Elijah was here, Elisha was here, Ruth was here, Nathan was here, Naomi was here, all the way down through history. And now you are here. And on this holy night, it is God who breaks in and whispers to us again, I am here for you. As whole as you are, broken as you are, wounded as you are, holy as you are, this night begins with you. And God says, I'll bring you home. Out of this night, Christ is born. Out of you this night, Christ is born. May you be a blessing in your families, in your communities, in this city and beyond. May we have the courage to live out the promise of what it means to walk in peace, humility, love, and hope. Merry Christmas.